What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another movie review. I'm Chase Lee, reviewing for DallasMovieScreenings.com, and the movie I want to take a look at right now is The Times of Bill Cunningham. Now, this one comes from Greenwich Entertainment. It is directed by Mark Bozig. Bozig, not really sure how to pronounce that, but please comment down below and tell me uh, which one it is and tell me that I'm dumb because I do need to get better at pronouncing names, so I apologize for that. This is a documentary about Bill Cunningham, who was a famous New York Times photographer who would just take pictures of everyday people on the busy streets of New York, put together a one-page spread of a bunch of different photos he took throughout the week, and write a story about what he just experienced during those seven days and just the people he encountered. So, you know, a uh, couple things before I start this review. One, documentaries are super hard to review. I don't know why for me, but uh, I always have a struggle talking about them. Um it's really hard to kind of pull out a great conversation out of me about documentaries. Uh, most of them I see are just kind of, you know, they're decent or like they're good, but like it's the really powerful ones that get me talking. But um, documentaries, I love them to death. But man, they are super hard to talk about. I don't know why. I can't explain it. I got something missing in my brain, I guess. But And the second thing is I had no idea who Bill Cunningham was. I'm not a person that's so ingrained into the fashion industry or photography industry. So I don't know anything about that. Um, so if I mispronounce something or if I get someone's name wrong, don't, you know, take it too harshly. I, I'm, I'm trying, but the cool thing is, you know, with documentaries about people or subject matters or, you know, just anything that I am unaware of, or I've never even heard of, that's fascinating to me. Cause then I get to learn something. I get to know a little bit more about this person and, you know, what the fashion industry was like from his perspective or, you know, the photography industry or how he viewed life through the lens of a camera. Like that's really fascinating to me because it's someone completely new that I get to be introduced to and I get to know a little bit more about. And that's kind of a, a win-win scenario. So, um, okay. So with all that being said, <sighs> I'm really bad for saying this, but before I dive into the actual review, I will say this. Bill was displayed as a good man. This was a good person that I I saw on screen. Uh, you know, he was really great at his job. He didn't even call it a job. He just loved taking pictures of life, people, etc. He was super optimistic. That and that, that was super infectious. You know, with all the crazy stuff happening in this world, he's like this beaming light that you would want to encounter on the streets. Everyone loved him. They loved taking. Uh, him taking their pictures they would dress up for him that's how um respected he was in this city this community he will be missed for sure because he unfortunately passed away in 2016 with all that said i have nothing against him but the movie itself about him is just fine and i hate to say that because this is this is a guy that deserves a great documentary about his life but I found this one to be kind of dull, very paint by the numbers, um, just really it, almost like a PowerPoint presentation of this guy's life and not really like this sweeping, moving, you know, uh, emotional kind of like look into this guy's life and what he did. It was just kind of like it was there. Some of the photos were really beautiful to look at, but then it just ends and I'm like, that wasn't really anything special. And so let me kind of break down some of my uh some of the good things I liked about it and some of the bad things I liked about it because it all has to do with the structure of this documentary for sure or, or some of the major problems. But to start with Mark, the director, the way he structures this documentary out is he takes an interview from 1994 and that is 
it. And so this interview carries throughout the entire 74-minute runtime, which is super short, by the way, which is not a bad thing. But um, this 1994 interview is the only substance they have of, for, for answers or just getting a look into this man's life. And this was 22 years before his death. It would have been nice to see see or hear something a little bit more recent before his passing. They had one audio clip from 2010, but it was super brief and it didn't really matter to me uh, in the long run because it was mostly dominated by this 1994 interview. And maybe I'm just being ignorant and people are just like, well, Bill never did interviews like you idiot. Like there's not that much archival footage on him. And if that if that's the case, then I totally get it. And you got to use what you got to use. But for me, it, it just, it seemed very, I don't know, uh, it, it just didn't have that much life to it. Um, it just got old after a while. It's just like, okay, can we kind of mix it up a bit? But that's all they used. So I think that's where the dullness kind of comes in. And it just, it felt like this presentation, this history lesson on this guy and not really more of a cinematic journey, if that makes any sense. This is something that you definitely could watch on your laptop or your phone and be okay with it. It was almost like a a really long uh, Vimeo video. See, I didn't say YouTube. I'll give it some class. Like a Vimeo uh, video. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's how I watched it. Uh, but I just don't see it as a cinematic movie at all. Or a cinematic, you know, uh, journey that you take with this man. It's just... It's just, it's just kind of like there. It's just really just kind of bare minimum... Uh, storytelling of this guy's life and uh, another thing that kind of irritated me was they would focus on certain things about his life or like certain things that he was experiencing from his POV and then we just kind of move on super quickly um he had this relationship with a a fashion designer uh, a couple of them and they would showcase that relationship for like five or ten minutes and they would just the guy zip on out here because this movie's 74 minutes long it's super short they got to get in and get out right so there was uh, a portion about the AIDS epidemic that he was experiencing and some of his friends um, unfortunately be taken away by that. And that was briefly mentioned and then it just kind of moved on towards the end of the movie. It's just, it didn't seem like there was enough focus on a lot of aspects about his life. And once again, just kind of like going through the motions, like this is paint by numbers, like we got to show this, 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 and this, and then we got to end it. It's once again, a PowerPoint presentation. I hate saying that, but that's what it felt like. Uh, another thing I didn't really care about, um, some of the editing choices, there was a lot of weird transitions that would go out in between segments or conversation points. Um, there were some slow kind of fade outs and then kind of slowly fade back into something else. I didn't have an issue with that. It was more of the transitional points that had like fast fade outs for some weird reason. And like, it took a long time, to like fade back in. It just, it didn't look correct. It looked like a first draft of an edit I don't know if there was those were mistakes or if that's how they wanted to do it, but it just didn't really, yeah, it just didn't really look right to me. So it's just, that, that wasn't like a minor thing I wanted to point out. And speaking of like a first draft of an edit, the font for the text, you know, the credits, uh, the lower thirds, they seem very basic. Um, that's the one thing about documentaries that you need to kind of punch up on and you need to make, not flashy, but just make it like somewhat prominent and creative and you know, it goes with the, the themes of the, the you know, story or the person or the subject matter. It just, they were boring. And so, once again, it just felt like a first draft of an edit. Okay, so all that, 
I'm sorry, Mark, if you're watching this. Uh, I'm going to get all that out of the way. Um, I think the biggest issue I have with it is the narration. Sarah Jessica Parker narrates this movie, and she sounds bored. She sounds like she's reading like a History Channel uh, special or something. It just it everything about it just sounded so off. Didn't really mesh well with what we were seeing on screen. She sounded just lifeless in the recording booth. I don't know why you hired her. If you were gonna do narration, that's fine. It might have worked better with a different voice. It just did not sound correct. It just sounded so weird. And uh, every time when she spoke, it, it felt like like a history video, like you would go to a museum for. It. And like I think that's partly the reason why it felt so dull and uh, uh, uninteresting in some parts, is because she was speaking. And I'm like you could you should have hired someone else with a better voice. I'm sorry, but she just not appropriate for this role. Sorry. Um, but to go, uh, to some of the photographs that they decided to use for Bill Cunningham, gorgeous, very just eloquent and just really just pleasant to look at. Like he was a pleasant gentleman to hear and to listen to. And we got to know a little bit more about, you know, his emotional turmoils, you know, and some of his, uh, fears and some of his, uh, you know, likeness and just everything about him. Like he was such a lovable person. And then seeing his photographs, beautiful, like chef's kiss uh, type of uh, quality. And I'm like, it's just, he captured New York like no one's business. Like he just did it. He just saw life. He captured it. And, you know, it might've been rough around the edges or whatever, but that's what makes it so authentic and organic. It's just just capturing what he sees and what he thinks looks good. And so all that kind of like archival uh, photography that they threw up on screen, wonderful stuff. Uh, To comment on the 74-minute runtime, it's super short. Uh, And sometimes it feels longer than it should, but I do appreciate just being that kind of time frame. If it was an hour and a half or longer, I would have said something for sure, but... It gets in and gets out at the right moment to where it's not a complete uh, overbearance on on uh, while you're watching it. So, yeah, I think it's fine. Uh, I think uh, some of the uh, choices and storytelling and the narration is uh, enough to bring my grade down a little bit. So I'm going to give the Times of Bill Cunningham a C minus. I feel really bad for saying it because he seemed like a pretty a pretty good guy and he really made an impact. But I just and I never saw the 2010 documentary based on him, and I'm not, it might be better. But for for this one in particular, I didn't really care for it. Just it's whatever. Um, but yeah, I do like the uh, photography uh, in it for sure. He definitely was great at what he did. So rest in peace, sir. Uh, C minus for me on the Times of Bill Cunningham. What did you think about the movie? Please comment down below. And that will do it for this review, guys. I'm Chase Lee for DallasMovieScreenings.com, and tune in next time for whatever I review next. I will see you guys later.